This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial, and welcome everybody to the show. So if you're new to the show, Chris and I do like to take people's questions, you know, after the fact. So please feel free to give us a call at 719-210-4242. You can also visit our website at www.nolanfinancial.com. Check out what we look like, what kind of services we offer, and see if it feels like we might be a a good fit. We're going to talk today about should you unretire? But before we jump into that, just let me remind you if you're new or let you know if you're new that you can click on my radio page of my website. And when you're there, you can see all the past shows. We do lots of educational topics from IRAs, 401ks, Social Security, healthcare. You can also subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions or to go ahead and set up the face-to-face or virtual meeting. That's 719 719- Two one zero four two four two. So before we jump into our amazing topic today, I want to touch base with my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Hey, that's me. All right, Tara, I'm doing good. And it's good to be here. I'm, I'm excited about today's show because it's taking a, a kind of different approach than we normally do. It's uh, something fresh. So I like it. I've had a great week. In fact, I've really kept busy. Whenever a new year starts, it's like you got to buckle down and really, I like to go into it full steam, you know, work up a good full head of steam to get going for the year to carry me through and stay positive. And uh, as you say, you recently posted, you know, be a mentor. And Tara, you and Chris have been a mentor to me. I really look up to you guys and you guys really do a lot. I admire the fact that you get out there and you work at staying healthy and active. So that's important. And that's going to be a priority of mine this year as well. And it should always be a priority, actually. But how about you? How are you and Chris doing, Tara? Oh, we are staying busy, uh, getting after everything. So, you know, the new year starting, I'm looking into my inspirational things because you know, I love the business and the work, but what really keeps me going is the extra stuff. So I am getting started on a program to launch a TEDx talk, which I think oh, is going to wow. be a lot of fun. That's and awesome. Anyone who listens to my show knows that I really love, in addition to finance, the, the larger thing I love is helping people get that aha moment where they get it and go, oh, this makes sense to me. Yes. And so, so that's what this is all about is trying to bring some clarity to something that can either be mind numbingly boring or it just brings out all your stress. Yeah, exactly. And that sounds like retirement, right? For some, (laughs) it can be mind numbingly boring or it can be a way to relieve stress. But that's why we're going to talk about the topic we're going to talk about today. I think it's an interesting one, right? Unretiring. What's interesting, Tony, and and for people listening is I think this should just be everyone should know this is normal. And people unretire for many reasons. Yeah. My goal as a financial planner is that you unretire because you want to, not because you have to for financial reasons. Right. Unfortunately, some people do 
unretire or go back to work in retirement because they have to. But for mm -hmm. many, it's because they want to or maybe they need to. They need that in retirement. Uh, and there are a lot of aspects of that. So I know we're going to talk about the pros and cons of unretiring today. And I like that way of putting it, because if you say going back to work, that sounds so negative. But unretiring, it's not necessarily a bad thing, is it? I think it's a wonderful thing. But Tony, I guess the way I view life, anything that you do with intentionality and choice is a good thing. That's true. There you go. There you go. I like that. That makes sense. I like that. Anything you do with intentionality and choice is a good thing. And so, so what we want to talk about, so I'm, you know, I'm always reading and I came across this article in the U.S. News and World Report and it brought up some points that we're going to get into. So I thought I'd kick off, Tony, just by kind of letting everybody know the points we're going to discuss and then sure. we'll just jump right in. Yeah. So when you're unretiring, you know, you first thing that we're really going to discuss is why do you want to go back to work? If you don't know your why, then that's going to be a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For sure. The right. second thing is you want to adequately weigh your home life and your budget. And we'll get into some of those. I have some stories about that. Mm -hmm. um, you want to thoroughly research what's available, right? So if you're going to go back to work, you don't have to fall into doing the exact same thing unless you want to. But there's a whole wide world out there. There is. <laughs> it is a great big wide world and it might be a good opportunity to change it up, right? Definitely. And then, of course, like always, we want to make sure that you understand how doing a decision to go back to work could potentially impact your Social Security because you don't want to lose out on money because you didn't know what the rules were. Right. Yeah. And and we'll go over some of those things in, in detail. But I think any financial decision you make, especially during retirement, especially if it could have a, an effect on Social Security, you need to be working with a financial services professional like yourselves, like you and Chris. Tara, this is what you do, Tara, to help your clients. And I think that's really important. So if you're not currently working with somebody, this is a good reason to be to have a plan in place. Do I need to go back to work in retirement? Do I need to unretire? Do I want to unretire? And why would I want to do that? Right? Exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to start with one of the main reasons I see, Tony, with almost every client I have when they hit retirement, after about six months, they're ready. They're itching to do something. Right. And, you know, they miss out on having the community of people that they had when they went to work. They miss having, you know, that little bit of structure in their day. Um, you know, I've had people say, you know, the high quality of life is waking up with no alarm. But after a while, you kind of want to have something to get up for. You have to. And that's what keeps people going. That could mean the difference between a short or a long life right there, too. You need to stay active. You need to have a purpose, I think, is part of it as well. That's what you're saying is part of why you want to uh, unretire is probably to have a purpose. You know, like you said, six months, I just think of people who, you know, you can only golf every single day for so long or watch so <laughs> many TV shows back to back or right. read so many sit on the couch or, or the porch and read books, all those things nothing wrong with any of those things. I love to read and I am glad people get out and play golf. I'm not a golfer, but uh, after a while, you know, uh, after about six months of that, you, you might want something uh, to give you some purpose. Exactly. And it's um, a lot of people spent their life working, you know, 20, 30 years. And so they never really had time to kind of develop that creative side of themselves or, or find their hobby or passion. And, and so going that break from work to no work, it's, it's hard. It's just like right. a splash of, you know, the ice bucket challenge over your head. <laughs> right. 
It's like an ice pick to the forehead. And and so, you know, I try to talk to people about start kind of before you retire, try to find some time to explore different you know, hobbies. And one of the great ways I love here in Colorado Springs, and I'm sure it's true everywhere, is there are so many different nonprofits here. And, you know, whether your interest is teaching or art or nature, find something like that, that you can have some purpose and structure, you know, contributing to a nonprofit. Um, And then check out what you like. You start to get to meet some other people. And then you kind of get a sense of, is this something I, I love or is this just something I thought I liked? Right. Right. And you, you've got to have a way to fill that extra time, right? Well, and ideally you find something that you strikes that passion and makes you just have that, you know, vibration yeah. with, of just good energy where you're just excited. That's something, yeah. that's what you really want to find. Exactly. And the thing is, Tony, is I, I don't know tons of people, though, that do go back to work, especially my engineer types, because it's really hard to simulate that um, stimulation of the brain and have that kind of interaction um, and, you know, going to a gardening club may not just stimulate your brain the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If you worked for Jet Propulsion Laboratories and you were coming up with these things and then you want to replace that activity or those goals with, you know, a gardening club, that may be tough. Well, and I just had fun. A friend of mine, he's taking his turn as the stay-at-home dad with their the youngest of four that they just had. Oh, and, wow. Uh, he and I meet for coffee every now and again and just talk real estate investing and notes and and because he's just glad to have adult conversation. Right. I bet he is. <laughs> but I think it's the same thing when you retire is, is all of a sudden you go from being around people talking at your level with your interests and all of a sudden you're going, who do I, t- who do I talk to? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe right. your spouse is into it, but your spouse might be saying, one of my favorite stories is a friend of mine um, up in Boulder, her husband retired and he was getting under her feet because she had worked from home the whole time. And she's like, you got to go somewhere. I don't care where. And she's like, he gets up every day, he gets dressed and he leaves and he comes back about six hours later. And I said, well, where does he go? And she's like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's why my mom said why their uh, marriage has lasted so long, like 60 some years, because uh, uh, your father was an over the road trucker and he was gone a lot. That's why our marriage worked. He was gone a lot. (laughs) You know, there's there's here's the thing is there's no right or wrong way. Yeah, she's half kidding. But you you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Absence makes the heart grow fonder sometimes. And, and, you know, everybody's <laughs> got to figure out what works for them. So yeah. the, the, the bottom line here, though, is just, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek. And you got to find your why. Once you know why you're going to do something, then the plan to make it happen will fall into place very naturally. Right. So, right. And then, but also financially, on the other side, uh, it might not just be boredom. It might be a, a real need. And a lot of people do have to go back to work. Um, So uh, obviously there's a need sometimes if you need to pay the bills, right? Definitely. There's a need to pay the bills that can happen. And there's also, you know, once you're home and you have more time, then you start looking around the house and looking at all those projects that you've been putting off for years. And and even if you're doing it yourself, A, you're going to spend a lot of time at Lowe's or Home Depot buying tools. And B, things just still cost money. You still got to buy the supplies and you got to do the things. So I have a lot of clients, Tony, that really decide that they want to go back to work part time just so they can, you know, play and not have to worry about it. Right. And and have the money that they want to play with. But Tony, like you're saying, you know, life happens, you know, 
sometimes maybe one of your kids or even a grandkid moves back in with you unexpectedly or um there's just things in life that just happen. There's just like a whole list. I'm sure everybody listening could probably raise their hand and type in a story if they had if sure. they doing this. Um, so you definitely, if you have the ability, it's, it's a great option because if you, here's the thing is when you go back to work, then it lets your retirement accounts continue to grow, right? And the longer you let your money work for you, mm-hmm. then that just makes your, your retirement get better. So if you can yeah. go back to work now and then that covers your day-to-day stuff for another few years just makes everything better yeah yeah agreed that's true and and it so it does and it doesn't necessarily have to be the job in which you started off in uh like you said you might want to try something new and it doesn't have to be full-time but we do see more and more people either working later into their lives or retiring and then maybe taking on something else for that extra income They do that. And Tony, I feel like the millennials are probably going to be people that do that because we're living longer. And, you know, of course, I'm just brushing with a broad stroke, but I see a lot of my clients, their kids that are in their 20s and entering their 30s are still in situations where they're figuring themselves out, where they're living with roommates, they're doing different things. You know, it's very different. When I was 26, I was, you know, a pilot in the Air Force and I felt like I was so far behind in investing and and doing things. But I see kids now that are that age. I say kids, I see kids that are that age now, 26, and they're like, uh-huh. what do I, I don't even need to worry about any of that yet. So <laughs> we are just creating societally a, a shift of how long uh-huh. we're going to work. And, and Tony, don't you feel like, I feel like we're working more towards having that work-life balance. Yes. Yeah. I think a, a lot of companies and it, it is, as individuals have realized it and demanded it, uh, companies are getting better about providing a work-life balance uh, for their employees. I think uh, COVID really, uh, f- you know, pushed us in that direction, obviously, with the work from home. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people, if they have the ability to work from home, that way they can, you know, maybe take care of the kids, maybe don't have to have daycare, things like that. Uh, They can work on their own time schedule rather than an eight to five. That helps. So, yes, uh, a lot of these things, I I see that trend happening a lot. Well, and I can tell you for myself, that's exactly what I did. I left the Air Force active duty at 15 years and people were like, whoa, what are you crazy? You could go to 20 and, and be retired. But I had just been deployed so much that I was like, a lot can happen in five years. I don't want to put my life on hold for five years. Right. And so I shifted and it's just it's just opened my life up. So now I'm still in the Air Force Reserve. So I still get to serve. But I have, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I've gotten to start a business where I get to help people. So what's what's ended up like if you were if you were to draw a visual, it's like my weaving on my life. There's not a hard stop at, you know, 65 and then I go into retirement. I've kind of been enjoying taking little, um, you know, a four or five months here and there to enjoy myself. And then I work hard and then I, so it's just weaving together in a different way. Right. Then almost like the old factory model where, you know, you, you got your, your factory job and you worked for 20, 30 years and then you got your retirement. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it, it, the dynamics are changing. It's not as set in stone as it used to be. We're seeing that change a lot. Um, you know, my brother-in-law works for the government and I've seen a lot of people do this in, in different industries, not just, uh, federal employees, but other jobs where, uh, you can work. And especially if it is involved with the government, the state or the federal, you can get a pension 
and retire, collect your pension, but then go back to doing the mm-hmm. same thing as a consultant. And so you've got your pension coming in, but you also got, you have your, so technically you retire from your job, but you're going to keep working as a consultant. And sometimes right. you can, the consultants make more than they did when they were fully employed, but they still, but they have their pension and their consulting job. So uh, it is interesting. And, you know, a, a spouse plays a part in this, right? I mean, it's, it's, this is all this t- talking about unretiring. It's a whole different scenario if you're doing it, w- if you have a spouse versus if you're on your own, right? There's definitely. And then, Tony, I think we just need to take a minute. So we've been talking high level, but, in terms of budget, when if you're going to make the decision to go back to work, that is going to start with your financial plan. And you look sure. at, here's the money I have. And I call, I create for people what we call a spend plan and say, here's how much money you have. If you didn't work another day in your life, here's here's how long that money would last. If you want to be able to spend more money, then we have to, you're going to have to go back to work, right? So you don't have, right. it's not a guessing game. You nope. just look at what you have and say, if you did nothing until you, till you pass here's where you're going to be if you want to so that way you can make um data supported educated decisions, decisions. Yes. yes and that's what you do is educate so how can our listeners you should not make any of these decisions without working with a financial professional like yourself how can they get a hold of you and chris to set up that complimentary no cost no obligation consultation sure tony that number is 719-210-4242 and 719 719- Two one zero four two four two, and Tony, this is especially for people when they're looking at unretiring and they're considering doing some of that, like maybe getting a rental property or investing in a business, and trying to look at. Well, I'm considering maybe doing something with my nest egg that would be a little risky, and how would I manage that? And is there any way to mitigate that risk? And so, right. those are kinds of questions we like to get in and help people get after. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really important. And I know that you have a lot of resources on your website as well. Uh, What's the website address for your new site? Sure, Tony. The website is www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. All right. Nolanfinancialpartners.com. And that website has a lot of great resources including a radio show page where you can uh, listen to this show, past shows, subscribe to the show as a podcast. So I'm just trying to encourage our listeners to reach out and let's not forget about that book you wrote, uh, Money Moves. That's really a great book. And I know that if our listeners set up a consultation with you and mention the radio show or that they saw the show on uh, online, that you will give them a copy of the book. Is that correct? That's correct, Tony. Money moves. It's it's available on Amazon. But if you meet with me for an appointment, I will give you a copy as part of the deal because I right. it's it's so important that you understand your why. Yeah, exactly. Understanding the why is huge. That's the biggest step. And then creating the plan. And that's what we're talking about is a plan that might have to include unretiring or might need to include and you might want to include on retiring. I think a lot of people are choosing that path uh, as a choice, not just because they have to. Uh, and I think it's a good thing. And I wanted to share a story with you that kind of talks about unretiring and also through the lens of Social Security. Okay. So, you know, I probably have 20 clients that went through this, but I'll just share a story about my mom. Okay. She was a nurse and she went to med school late. So when she was like 42, 
So she hadn't been a doctor as long as all of her other doctor peers. But, you know, they were reaching 65 and starting to retire. And she's like, well, I'm going to be 65. It's time to retire. I'm like, but you haven't been a doctor for all that long. Yeah, yeah. but it's just time. Okay, but what are you going to do? Because you love what you do, but it's time to, I mean, we just, we got caught in this loop. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so yeah. we went ahead and, and she signed up for Social Security and did all that. And Tony, it wasn't six months for her. It was two months. And she was like, the school called me and the med school and they want me to come in and teach part time. I'm like, well, do you want to do that? Well, yeah, it's, you know, it's going to be a lot more money and a lot less time. And so I was like, oh boy, okay, well, this is going to have some implications because you started your social security and yep. you did these things. Yep. So we had to, to, to walk some things back and yep. we were lucky that we had started early enough because we were able to pay back the money that she had gotten from social security and postpone it to delay it till she was 70, which, cause there's, if you take social security too early, especially before your full retirement age, you actually don't even get the full amount because you're going to pay it back in taxes. Right. So there's just a lot of little considerations with that, that you want to look at. And then for her, Tony, it ended up, so she did wait until she was 70. And the difference was from $1,800 a month to almost $3,200 a month. Yeah, that's huge. And that's a big difference when you're in full retirement and you're not making any more money. Plus, if you let's say you unretire and go back to work full time uh, and you've been, you know, let's say you retired and at 64 and you just went ahead and took your Social Security, even though it wasn't full retirement age, you can take it as early as 62. It's greatly reduced, but you can take it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I want to go back to work or I feel I need to. And you go back to work full time and you're making all this money. Well, they're not going to keep paying you that Social Security amount uh, that you're getting if you're earning too much. So uh, you really need a strategy. And I know you and Chris help uh, your clients out with that, right? Yeah, we definitely look at that because, I mean, it's not going to stop you doing what you want to do, but you just don't right. want to leave money on the table because you didn't right. know the rules. Right. Exactly. And even if, even if uh, you know, for I think it's for every two dollars you make, Social Security holds back a dollar if you make over a certain amount. And it's low. Like if you're making over 19,000 a year, they start holding Social Security back. You don't necessarily lose that, but you've already locked in a lower monthly rate and you won't start getting it again until, you know, you retire from that full-time job or are making less in an income in, in the, I don't know what it is now. It was 19,000 a year. It's, it changes every year, but uh, last year, I believe it was 19,000, but uh, I think that's an important thing to note. Social security strategies play a big part in going back to work in retirement. And I think that was your point, right? Well, that, so she did for Social Security. Obviously, she was interested because teaching, she has a passion for it. Sure. But the other thing is, is I have um, four brothers and a little sister and a lot of nieces and nephews that are, are still young. So what my mom, which she's, you know, in good health right now, she wanted to be able to travel. And so we're talking Seattle and D.C. and, and Iowa, all over the country. And sure. Tony, that's not cheap. No. Flying all over the country. So... With her going back to work, not only was she actually making more money than she probably ever had for the hours that she was working, then she had just this whole extra pile of cash that she hadn't planned on at all. So she was able to just like with mentally clear space, travel to see the grandkids, spend the money, and it didn't impact the retirement plan that we had in place. Mm. Wow. That's so great. it just gave a whole level of freedom that was really cool. 
Yeah, I think that is cool. Well, uh, this is an important topic. There's a lot of things apparently people need to consider before they uh, unretire, right? Yeah, it's just um, try to get there. Ideally, you know, come talk to me before you're going to retire so that we can get you in a plan. So then you can take, you know, six months to a year and take that time to research, you know, what's out there. Do you want to be involved in a nonprofit? Do you want to go back to work as a consultant? Do you want to do something totally different? But then you get to to take that time to research it because think about it. For a lot of people, it's not really since like college that they've ever had this chance to go, what do I want to be when I grow up? Right. Yeah. Well, I love this concept you came up with unretiring. And I, I think that's important. A lot of listeners may end up doing that. Um, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, the trends are really trending that way. People, uh, it's not a standard, hey, I turned 66. Now I'm retiring. I'm not going to work anymore. It does. That's that's happening less and less, it seems. Yeah, I think we're just we're in the middle of that shift where we're just we're not in that factory, you know, the the car companies that life has just shifted. And our notion of retirement, I think, I think in another 50 years, we'll just I don't even know if it'll be a thing anymore. Right. Yeah, it's going to it just keeps changing uh, rapidly. So now I and I know you dr- address things uh, like uh, working in retirement and other things in your book, Money Moves. Um, there's a lot in there. I want to encourage our listeners. It's available at Amazon.com. So pick up a copy of Tara's book, Money Moves, and it is available at Amazon.com, uh, written by our very own Tara Nolan. Tara, that's awesome. I know you worked hard on that book uh, for a few years, and it's really a good one. And I'd love if you, when you get a copy of the book, if you can leave a honest review on Amazon, that is super cool. Because yeah. that's when Amazon then starts to promote the book internally. And that's yes. when it really starts to to reach more people and help more people. Yep. I think that's really, really important. Well, uh, we're winding down here. But before we go, you should let our listeners know how they can set up a consultation uh, with you and Chris and get that financial plan, a retirement income plan, and a plan to maybe unretire in place. Yeah, Tony, the number is 719 719- Two one zero four two four two. That's seven one nine two one zero four two four two. And just to recap, step one is you need to know why you're making the decisions that you're making, and step two is you need to have a plan that gets you there. And yeah. that's what Chris and I will help you do. So if you're listening to the show today and you don't have a plan that you you can look at and say this fully supports my goals in life, let us help you. That yeah. number seven one nine. All right. Well, Tara, thank you so much for that. Uh, Great show today. Uh, Unretiring, uh, a novel concept, but it's becoming more and more common. So listeners, again, give Tara and Chris a call. That does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. 
Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.